Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another episode of Trust Your Temple. You guys, I'm so excited to spend some time with you today, to be present with you today, and we're diving into one of my favorite things to talk about, and this is something that has been brewing, this this podcast episode specifically, has been brewing in my heart um, since last week. So if you missed last week's episode, we talked about what happens when life takes a dump on you and when you feel like everything is going wrong. And no joke, while I was recording that podcast episode, my husband's car broke down at work. You couldn't get home. So I literally had to pause that recording of the episode, go rescue my husband, and then I ended up recording the rest of it a couple of days later. Um, And so it was just really interesting to be talking through what happens when life feels like it's ruining things for you or like everything is a struggle or you're having a heck of a time trying to keep your head above water. And I'm literally recording it. And as I'm recording it, I get a call in the middle uh, from my husband (laughs) saying, can you please come get me across town? Because um, my Jeep isn't working. So um, I just wanted to share with you that it's been an interesting week. And I'm hearing that from a lot of my clients, from a lot of my Um, team members that this week has been really, really wonky. And so I've had this episode brewing in my heart since last week. And it's pretty simple, but it's three foundational questions you can use to shift the energy of your day. Now, the three question method is not something that I'm sure I'm the first to come up with. There are a lot of people who do this, but for the last three years in the morning, I've been journaling these three things And going back and looking at how my life has shifted over the past couple of years, this and a few other practices I'm going to share later this season have been absolutely transformational and, and, um, just have, have had a really big hand in me calling in the things that I want, maintaining my, uh, peace instead of having anxiety and also, you know, being able to grow really, really on really large scale. So I'm excited to share those with you today and let's dive right in. Something that I find fascinating about the human psyche and psychology in and of itself is that humans tend to be wired by default to focus on the negative. You know that that's true if you're a complainer. You know that that's true if you constantly worry about stuff. You know that that's true if you have anxiety because typically you're imagining worst case scenarios or worrying about worst case scenarios and then you end up worrying about how much you're worrying. (laughs) So uh, my first question sounds counterintuitive, but it will make sense after we have the second question and the final third question. Okay, so the first question that I journal through in the morning is what is not working right now? What is not working right now? And a lot of times because the human psyche is really, really prepared at being negative and really prepared at knowing what the heck is not working, what's not functioning, what is not a win, what is not a full body yes, it's so easy for us to access that first. And this sort of is like a vacuum where we're going to initially ask this question of what is not working right now so that 
we can suck out all the bad stuff that's in our brains. We're going to end on two, two other questions that are the flip side of this. But first, it's important to get out all the kind of space junk that's floating around in your soul and giving you some hesitancy around living your best life. So the first question, what is not working right now? And I usually journal these. You can journal by hand. You can journal out loud as you're driving. Um, maybe if you're taking a solo drive, you can journal um, in bullet points or in paragraphs or online or you know analog, whatever you choose. I really want this to work for you. But this question, you'll find it comes, the answers come thick and fast. It's really easy to look at what's not working. So this sort of acts like a clean slate. We're cleaning off the slate with all the crap that's not working. We're getting rid of it. And if this is as simple as bullet points, what's not working is working so many hours or being stuck in freaking quarantine still, or my state being a hotspot, or um, what's not working is the car broke down, or what's not working is my finances, or what's not working is these annoying neighbors that hold parties until two o'clock in the morning with loud freaking music every Saturday. Like, what is not working? Make a list for yourself and get it out of your brain. Get it out of your brain. You'll feel 10 pounds lighter. Just acknowledging instead of trying to hold all the things in your brain of, I hate this. I don't like this. This is irritating. This is annoying. This is frustrating. This is, I gotta have to deal with that. Like instead of that, just get it out on paper. Your brain has been holding this like a cramp. And when you get rid of it onto paper or out loud and you vocalize it, your brain has a chance to breathe. Your brain has a chance to breathe. One of the tenets that I have on my website is um, that I believe three things. One of those three things is that if you have the capacity to vocalize vulnerably what's in your heart, you'll be able to live the life that you desire along dreamboat people. And this is really true. Part of vocalizing what is vulnerable in your heart is what is not working. So maybe there's been something that you've been afraid to acknowledge that's not working. Maybe there's a relationship that's not working. Maybe there is a parenting strategy that is just not working. Maybe there is a school that your kid is in that is just not working. Maybe there is a family trip on the horizon that you're feeling anxious about because it's just not working for you. I want you to feel empowered to put those down here. We're not going to give more energy to these than you're already giving. In fact, it's the opposite. By not having them circulate in your brain over and over and over and over and over, you're going to get them down on paper or get them spoken out loud or get them into a computer, whatever your medium is, and we're just going to let them sit there. It doesn't mean anything about their validity. It doesn't mean anything about you to acknowledge these we're just giving your brain some space. So the number, the first question, number one, what is not working right now? The second question is the exact opposite of the first question. If you saw that coming, I'm giving you a giant gold star, okay? So the second question is what is working right now? What is working right now? What is going well? What am I excited about? What's lighting me up? What's contributing to my purpose? What is inspiring me? What is lighting me up? What is giving me life right now? Okay? So when we have this moment of feeling inspired, feeling lit up, feeling excited, feeling hopeful, feeling confident... 
that is like gasoline on our dreams, okay? You know what it's like when you walk down the street and you are feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. How the whole world seems to just be so much better. This is a space for you to acknowledge that, to be safe in that feeling. So many of us, especially us anxious folks and us control freaks, we love to push away those feelings. We love to push away and to stuff down excitement because it opens us to possibilities, which if you are an anxious person, if you struggle with anxiety, possibilities can be kryptonite because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's coming. You don't know how to handle it. You have all these ideas about, oh my gosh, what if fill in the blank happens, right? And so your second question is super simple, but can be difficult for you to acknowledge if this isn't normal for you. And that is, what is working right now? What is working right now? What am I excited by? What am I lit up by? What is contributing to a sense of happiness or peace right now? Make a list or write a paragraph just like you did for your first question and focus on what it feels like to feel lit up by the things that you're putting on your paper. The third question is like a battery, like a super juice power up for your second question of what is working right now. Um, This third question is one of my favorites. And if you are in my group coaching program, the Temple Tribe, you'll know how much I believe in a gratitude practice. And This question, the third and final question in my little morning routine is, what can I be grateful for right now? Not what am I grateful for, not what is top of mind, but really deep digging into what can I allow myself to be grateful for at this moment? You know, normally when we talk about gratitude, and this is true when I lead my group coaching calls, We're free to name anything we want, right? We can name that the sun came up. We can name that there's beautiful trees outside or that the weather is great today or that I have a bed to sleep in or food in my fridge or a husband that loves me or a partner that is significant. You know, whatever the case may be, we can name things off the top of our head. But this is a different question. This isn't what am I grateful for? This is what can I be grateful for? And so I know in the last episode, we talked about the principle of choice. I choose to fill in the blank because I fill in the blank. I choose to um, accept that my husband's car broke down (laughs) and choose to accept that I had to pause my podcast to go get him last week because I love being the one that he can call on because I love watching the universe work. I love watching miracles be made. I love this. And it was so interesting, you guys, as I was going through last week, I was recording the episode. Like I told you, I had this really big revelation, um, as I was driving across town to get my husband at work and get his car towed. I was driving down the freeway and I just kept repeating, I choose to because I. I choose to drive the speed limit because I respect the government. I choose to stay buckled in my car because I want to stay safe. I choose to, I choose to, I choose to, I choose to. And the one that I landed on was I choose to trust that all of this is working out 
somehow for our good because I have the space to cultivate hope. I choose to believe that this is working out for our good because I can choose to cultivate hope. So as I'm driving down to where my husband was at across town, we get the car towed. A couple of days later, the dealer calls us and they say, hey, well, here's what happened. They gave us the the diagnosis and they said, um, it's covered under warranty. And so it's covered. We're no charge. Um, if you stop by, we'll get you a rental car. So no one is stranded and we will cover, you know, all the cost of repair and labor and everything. And we'll have the car done tomorrow. (laughs) And it was so cool because it gave my husband, um, our car is brand new, but it gave him another brand new car to drive for work for a couple days. It gave him um, reliable transportation where he wasn't stressed out and worried. He didn't miss a single minute of work. Um, I actually got to be in the different part of town where my parents are and uh, see them for a little bit, which was unexpected and fun. Like so many good things came out of his car breaking, (laughs) which sounds silly, but it's really true. And so this third question of what can I be grateful for is a mindset reframe. So all the things that you put down in your first two questions, I, this is not working for me. This is working for me. What can you be grateful for? If anybody would have seen husband's car break down, have to pay for a tow, have to deal with a dealer, have to blah, blah, blah. You might look at that and think, oh my God, that doesn't work for me. Hell no. (laughs) The car breaking is absolute not working for me right now. But what I did was I, even if you apply these same questions like I did, what's not working for me? Okay, it's not working that his car broke down. It's not working that I have to pause the podcast. It is working that I get to be the person he calls. It is working that we get a rental car. It is working that we have another, my car, which is also brand new and is healthy and working and stable and can drive to go get him. And I'm I work for myself. I can, I don't, not missing on client time. I can drive and go get him early in the morning. It's totally fine. So I want you to see of the things that you put in your first two questions, what is not working, what is working, what can you be grateful for? What will you allow yourself to be grateful for? Yes, you can name the things that are, you know, right around you. You can name that you woke up today. You can name the trees and the sun and the birds outside, of course. But I want to challenge you to get a little bit deeper than that. What can you be grateful for? Can you be grateful that you're going through a really, really tough time because you know that you're going to come out the other side better because you want to cultivate hope? because you want to cultivate awareness. Can you be grateful for what you're going through right now? Because y'all, this is this, this is the secret sauce. Okay. I have uh, an, an update in my group program that's talking about surrender. And this is an element of surrender. Surrender is the magic sauce, the secret sauce to divine flow. (laughs) It is literally the secret sauce is surrender because the more that we fight, the more we push out the energy of, um, contrast and conflict and chaos. Nobody wants more chaos 2020. Nobody wants more contrast 2020. Nobody wants more conflict 2020. Okay. So I want to challenge you 
to use this third question of what can I be grateful for as a method of surrender. I can be grateful that my husband's car broke down because all these amazing things I trust are going to come out of it. And they did. What can you be grateful for, even if it might not make sense right now? What can you be grateful for? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Trust Your Temple, the podcast. If you need to reach out to me between now and next week, you can get to me at trustyourtemple.com. Have a great week.